Moncrief with Energlaze on News Talk. Now, the latest novel from the writer Amy McCullough is inspired in part by her real life experiences. Having been with her partner for 10 years, they got married and then embarked on a six month honeymoon around the world. But it was a disaster, ending with Amy taking a trip to Antarctica by herself and the marriage not surviving. That book is called Midnight and Amy joins us now. Afternoon, Amy. Good afternoon, Sean. Uh, so Midnight, to a degree, draws some inspiration from, from real experiences you had on a trip to Antarctica. Yes, that's exactly right. Uh, back in 2016, I had the amazing opportunity to go to Antarctica, but it was kind of a last minute decision, actually. Um, I had gone on this amazing trip to South America with plans to travel uh, all around the continent, but had never really considered Antarctica as, as part of that. But I heard that if you got in touch with some of the ships the last minute, you could book a, a, an empty berth and just happen to uh, coincide with a trip that was that was leaving the very next day. And I just decided, made a snap decision to, that I was going to go to this incredible part of the world that I never even dreamed of visiting. Yeah. Um, and the next day I was on board the ship. OK. And was it somewhat of a fraught journey for you? Because as, as you've written in, in, in The Telegraph, this was all kind of happening around the time your marriage was breaking down as well. Yeah, it was um, it was a bit fraught. I mean, I was on this trip of a lifetime, as I said, around South America um, with my my husband at the time. And when we got this opportunity to go to Antarctica, I kind of thought that it was a no brainer. You know, this was uh, one of those opportunities that to me felt like a once in a lifetime. Uh, so when I, I said this to him, I said, oh, isn't it so exciting that we could um, have this opportunity to go to Antarctica? He actually had the complete opposite reaction and really didn't want to go um wanted to stay on the trip with the people that that he we'd met already um, and he said if you really want to go you can go by yourself and so that's what I ended up doing um so actually when I was sort of got on board the ship it was really um a real low point in my life even though I was heading off on this kind of incredible adventure and those two sort of incongruous things were really um causing this battle in my mind you know part of me was loving this adventure and the other part was really devastated that um, that I was going in what seemed like a complete opposite direction to, to my husband. Mm. No, it, that's not the only reason your marriage uh, fell apart. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there was uh, many other factors as well. I couldn't help though notice though that also in Breathless, uh, that's and in, in your own life, you, you, you seem to enjoy kind of these kind of adventures, but that's also about a woman who climbs a mountain who's just put up with her boyfriend as well. Is there a degree of therapy <laughs> in, in your writing? Yeah, I, I mean, absolutely. I always, um, you know, I want to draw on, I guess, the, those emotional um, moments that I'm experiencing and kind of explore that um, through my characters. But Breathless is interesting because uh, climbing a mountain for me, that really came at, at sort of a peak. You know, I had come through this really difficult time in my life and found myself at the top of a mountain. And that was really this incredible experience. Whereas Antarctica, you know, that was really happening in, in the darkest time of my life, I would say. And uh, it's interesting because I've kind of put myself in these very extreme locations where, you know, and, and put my characters in the same place where they're facing the elements and, and danger around every corner and um, 
things that could be really difficult to to endure physically. But actually, I found the emotional turmoil that I was going through far more difficult than anything I put myself through physically. Yeah. And I think that's really interesting to explore in fiction. Yeah. And, and actually, the mountain in question... Uh, no, we're not talking... I realize we're not talking about midnight. <laughs> we're talking about breathless. But Manaslu, are, are you kind of, were you the youngest woman in the world to ever climb that mountain? I was the youngest Canadian woman ah, to right. ever climb that mountain at the time. Um, but actually, what I found incredible was that I was only the fifth Canadian woman ever to climb it and only the sixth British woman ever to climb it. So it was one of those things where you know, very few women in history have really been up to those um, big high mountains. Uh, it's, it's turning the corner now. There are some women out there doing incredible feats in mountaineering, but for a long, long time, and even three years ago um, when I was there, I was still only, you know, the fifth Canadian, sixth British woman um, to, to do it. So Yeah. Is setting very important in your works? Because they're, they're, they're often quite dramatic uh, settings. Yes, definitely. Uh, I I kind of like to use the setting as almost like an, an additional character in the story. So pitting my um, sort of every woman uh, character against these extraordinary places where she's facing extreme weather, temperature, uh, you know, dangers from the environment itself, but also somewhere that's spectacular and beautiful. And I really want to take my readers on that journey with me, maybe to places that they have never, um, would never dream of going or that are very difficult to access, quite remote. Mm. I love to put my characters in those places and take my reader on that journey with me. Yeah, now, and in Midnight, uh, the, the, uh, the main character, Olivia, her boyfriend goes with her, but kind of disappears. Uh, um, so mm -hmm. different dynamic at work there. So is there, is it a bit, no, I don't want to make this comparison, but like <laughs> a, 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 there's a genre of uh, somebody disappears in an enclosed space and then it's, mm -hmm. uh, there's an element of who done it to it. Oh, definitely. It's sort of a locked room mystery. Yeah. Um, almost Agatha Christie-esque. I mean, I mm. read a lot of Agatha Christie uh, growing up, which is a very formative um, part of my writing. But yeah, I sort of enjoyed that, um, putting my characters sort of in a in a kind of closed environment where there there really isn't very many places to hide. And, and that's one of the reasons I also said it during The Midnight Sun, because that was one of the, the things that fascinated me about being out in Antarctica is that, um, you know, you can only travel in the Antarctic summertime where you get these 24 hours of daylight um, and that's where you know the tagline comes when the sun never sets there's no place to hide i really found that interesting um when i was down there as well because uh you, you everything is thrown off by the fact that it's difficult to sleep and uh when you, you lose track of the time of day and you're in this environment that's that's blindingly white and, and astonishingly beautiful but also terrifying if the weather changes or if anything um, if anything happens to you down mm. there. so That's interesting that there's 24 hours of daylight. And yes. When you were on the ship, did you notice that, I mean, apart from, I suppose, it knocks your circadian rhythms out of whack a bit, mm -hmm. that then people were having breakfast at three o'clock in the afternoon or, <laughs> you know, the, 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 those kind of usual routines we have started to dissolve a little bit. They do. I mean, the ship is interesting. When you're on a ship, of course, everything is sort of timed really well. You get the captain's announcements kind of keeping you on track. But if you didn't have that, it really is, you know, you, you would be looking out the your sort of porthole cabin window um, and just seeing, um, you know, gorgeous uh, daylight, even in, um, you know, 11 o'clock at night. And then the sun would it wouldn't set, but it would, it would, everything would sort of turn this violet pink light. Um, it was really astonishing. And, and it felt, felt like something you could only experience, you know, in those real polar extremes. Mm. 
How cold was it? It was quite cold. Um, I mean, I'm from Canada, so I'm used to extreme cold. <laughs> yeah, um, cold for an Irish person, say, not a Canadian. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, d- definitely, you know, well below freezing. Um, but we all did have the opportunity to do a polar plunge, which is to go swimming in the uh, Southern Ocean, um, which I definitely took advantage of at the time. And that was absolutely freezing. But we got um, a dram of whiskey to uh, perk ourselves up after we emerged. Uh, which, which no <laughs> doubt you, uh, you use. Now, and, and you have been on this cruise you have uh, climbed that mountain in Nepal mm-hmm. I should mention too that you've you've done the Kerry Way as well I have that the Kerry Way I consider the start of all of this uh, grand adventure that my life has taken uh, I really wasn't that um, adventurous or didn't do very much on my own and until that point and uh, just being able to take myself to the to the Kerry Way and walk um, all of those beautiful coastal miles um it, it it instilled in me a real love of walking, uh, but also just opened my eyes to the adventure that I could have just using my own two feet. Um, mm. And that's what I've pursued from that moment on. Just happened to be a little higher and higher every time. <laughs> Is are your books or your sorry your, your certainly your, your your books for adults are they mm-hmm. tied now with with those kind of adventures you've uh, you've experienced yourself? Will you know for your next novel will you have to kind of go to the moon or something? To, to... <laughs> well, for my next novel, I did have to do something rather extreme, which was I went to the Sahara Desert to run what's called the Marathon des Sables, which is a 250 kilometer um, marathon through the Sahara, um, where you have to carry your own uh, food, your own sleeping gear, be be almost completely self-sufficient apart from water for for six days you're running um running across the sahara desert and so that's going to be the the setting for for book number three okay that's uh that's extreme <laughs> research uh, i must yeah, say absolutely uh, the the current novel is called uh, midnight amy mccullough is the author amy thank you very much thanks john thank you moncrief weekdays at 2 p.m with anna glaze on news talk